Potter City presents 21 Days in God's Presence filled with intense prayers. Date 3rd to 23rd January 2022. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodier. I have been preaching some very strong, serious things about spiritual warfare uh, because I came to the conclusion that um, nothing just happens. The wickedness is too much. If you are not sensitive and you are not in the spirit, you don't understand what we are talking about. Even coronavirus is a wicked spirit. The generation, we are confronted by a lot of things. So, it is not the time for you to be a careless Christian. And I really want you to open your spirit. Number two, it's not time for you to be a lazy Christian. Number three, it's not time for you to be a lukewarm Christian. Because we are coming to the place uh, to establish the fact that either you know God or you don't know him. And let me tell you something. If the devil knocks at your door, it is what is inside you that must respond. And if Satan tempted Jesus, he would tempt everybody. So things like fasting and the kind of things we are doing, you can't take it very light. Hallelujah. That is why I'm encouraging you. So we preach spiritual warfare. I told you that prayer is towards God, but warfare is towards the devil. Uh, the, most, the most ignorant subject that the body of Christ has not been taught, is not aware. It's about spiritual warfare. And because we don't understand spiritual warfare, anytime we are challenged, now hear this. It is scripture for you to be challenged. It is scripture for you to be challenged. But it is unscriptural for you to be defeated. And your defeat depends on what you are doing. Now listen to very carefully. So prayer is towards God. When you kneel down to pray, you pray to God. But when you engage in warfare, you are trying to enforce the devil's defeat we are not supposed to pray to defeat the devil we are not supposed to pray jesus has already defeated him but because he doesn't give up and is wicked by nature a thief and a destroyer you pray to enforce his defeat are you getting it so warfare is towards the devil and i'm telling you that there are things in life if you don't fight you can't win Amen. There is no victory without a battle. This year you must win. And can I say this? Winning is a choice. God will not even force it on you. To win is a choice. What do you mean by the winning? It means that you must win the battle on your health. You must win the battle on your finances. You must win the battle on your marriage. That marriage that the devil is attacking, trying to destroy it, it's a satanic attack. You can say anything you want to say. Blame your spouse. My wife is uh, disobedient. My husband is not a loving man. All those things are the fact that you don't understand spiritual warfare because Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So the battle is not against flesh and blood. Coronavirus is a spirit. Listen to all the things the medical science is telling you. But those that will rise above it are those that will rise in the spirit. So the things we are telling you, it's time for you to take it serious. This year, every satanic attack on your life, may the Lord give you grace to have victory over those satanic attacks. And I taught you about altars, and I taught you about Leviathan on Friday, and I taught you about spirits that the devil has strategically positioned and, and tried to destroy and destabilize. I believe, it's my personal opinion, 
that one of the reasons Satan sent coronavirus is against the church. Because one, there is no governmental institution on earth that has the power to handle the devil. Whether it's America or Russia or China, no governmental institution, the only institution on earth God has ordained to silence the devil is the church. So, without the church, darkness will have a few days. And woe into our generation if we step into lukewarmness. Tell your neighbor, be on, be, be on fire for Jesus Christ. Tell the person, be on fire for Jesus Christ. That is the only one. Now, 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 now I, 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 I don't even call it coronavirus. I call it anti-church virus. If you study history, this is the probably a lot of viruses has come. This is one strange one that came that he has to lock all churches. But you see, there is something about the devil. Eh? She always tries, but he cannot outsmart God. He moved the church from the auditorium to the house. And he realized that when the church moved to the house, the church was even more prayerful than when they were in the auditorium. So he couldn't stand and say, let them come back. That's what it is. I'm talking to you as a prophet of God. That is what it is. Hallelujah. If you look at it, I was just scanning something and I was studying it. All the country, I don't care how you call them, development, first world, whatever. All the countries that couldn't open the church faster, the virus is still operating. Now, this is the scripture. Let me give you, give, give, let me, today, let me, let me move you to another revelation. Horses and chariots are prepared for war, but horses and chariots don't win war. Unfortunately, most of those people have put their trust in the horses and the, don't you remember? Some trust in chariot, some trust in horses, some trust in good hospitals. I have gone to this country, they are very good hospitals, but people are still dying. I don't want the devil to knock at your door before you go and look for God. I want the devil to knock at your door and meet you with God. So why are we fasting? That is what it is. It is the number one solution to dealing with authors. You cannot knock down the centuries of idols. Altars. I say salvation just gives you the foundation to rise. Receiving Jesus Christ gives you the foundation and the visa to go to heaven. But on earth, there are battles you must fight to have your permanent victory. And I'm telling you that whether we like it or not, Africa, according to the way I read the Bible, we come from a background of generations that as a result of what our forefathers did, it has given the devil certain advantage to come and deal with certain things in our life. Idol worship. I show you all of that. All tests that has been read. Enviness and jealousy. We can't even celebrate the prosperity of our brother except a foreigner. Altars. Altars. If you study the characteristic of demonic encounters in the Bible, you will realize that one of the things about idols is that you will never celebrate the progress of your brother. They're all there. If the business is for a Lebanese man, we are fine. 
If the business of our brother, where did he get the money from? Where did he get the money from? Is your money missing? We just want to get it. Look at your neighbor and say, have some patience for me. Tell the person, have some patience. Tell the person, I'm going to make it. And so we are dealing with very complicated things. All tests. A man's enemy are some people of his own house. And I'm telling you that all these authors are responsible for confusions in marriage, strange sicknesses. I have prayed for people who come to me, they tell me, Papa, I have gone to hospital. I have done MIR. Is that how they call it? Is there anything like that? I have done scan. I have done this. And you tell me that the doctor said there is nothing wrong with you, but Papa, I'm sick. What is the cause of it? It means that there are things we are dealing with. Medical equipment can't pick it. I am concerned about your spiritual laziness. Because you don't understand the system. You, some of you are not even aware of... The Bible says the tribe of Issachar, they were ahead of their brothers because they know the times and the season. So it's not enough to be a Christian. You must prophetically know the times and the season. It's a rough time and season. You can be tested coronavirus negative in your last three hours and when you land in Kotoka, you are positive. So these things we are talking about, you have never find out. It's not your husband that is misbehaving. Something is, something is influencing the man. It's not your wife that is disrespectful. There is a compulsive spirit. It is not your children that are trying to be stubborn. There is something. That spirit made you stubborn if you like ask your mother. But because you have not dealt with the spirit, it's descending on your children. It is not your business that is not working. It is not that. The way you are complaining about that business, others, other people's business in the same way is striving. So what is this? Everything in the natural comes from the supernatural. Huh? Look at your neighbor, tap them, tell them, win the battle in the spirit first. Tell them, win it in the spirit first. And I want to assure you that if you can win it in the spirit, nobody can stop it in the natural. Never, never, never. That is why God made sure that Jesus won the battle in the spirit before he came to die. The lamp of God that was crucified before the foundation of the earth. So it was rehearsed before implemented. Because everything in the spirit, in the beginning God created the heavens, and that is a the supernatural, then he created the earth, that is a natural. Can you imagine that the supernatural created trees, the supernatural created sea, the supernatural created a river, the supernatural, supernatural created earth. If the supernatural can create a tree, then the supernatural is more rare than the natural. So listen, your wife, even though he's in the natural, he must come from the supernatural. So all these things about the just shall live by faith. God is telling you, live in the supernatural. Because faith is a substance of things you don't see. If you don't see, then it's not in the natural. It's the evidence of things you can Oh, Jesus Christ. So if you can't see it, then it's not in the natural. We look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are what? Temporal. But the things that are not seen are what? Permanent. So when you win it in the unseen, it's permanent. 
If it is in the scene, it is temporary. This is why we are encouraging you. Join the fasting. Join the prayer. Pay the price. I know when you close from work, you are tired. But force yourself in. Jesus said, the kingdom is preached and everyone presses. So if you don't press, you'll be stagnant. God will not force it on you. Everyone is pressing. Oh, I told you, I said, the only growth that is automatic is physical growth. You don't need to be a Christian. Once you are eating, you grow. Apart from that, all the other growth is not automatic. Somebody was not born a medical doctor. She went to school for about seven years plus and became a medical doctor. So he has knowledge in medicine, but he stayed in the classroom and then he studied and he grew up. Somebody is not born a lawyer. So mental growth is not automatic. Spiritual growth is not automatic. Emotional growth is not automatic. Psychological growth is not automatic. There is what you do to grow. So hear this. Hear this. Hear this. Where your spiritual level is, you have decided you should be there. Look at the way God put the system. God said, I'm not going to force you to grow. Eh? This is God. This is you. He said, you draw near unto me. And I'll draw near. So this is the way it is. When you take one step, God takes one step. You take one step, God takes one step. He said, you draw near and I will draw near. I'm not going to look for you. Draw near unto me and I'll draw near. So you take another step. God takes another step. When you decide to go backwards, guess what? So, once you are going back, God is redrawing. They that seek me, they will find me. So, if you are not a seeker of God, you can't find God. So the level of your spiritual growth, the way everything comes and you are crying and you cannot stand and resisting. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and you flee. The Bible didn't say cry. You have to go and find the system and the spiritual mechanism and the spiritual technology to resist the devil. Satan, no way. You can't touch my children. You can't touch my wife. You can't touch my business. I know you are defeated. I am standing against you. You can't do that unless you are spiritual. It doesn't just work. It's not natural. Some of you are not aware that you are in the office surrounded by wicked people. Some of you are not aware that because you are a Christian and you have a business at Marata, you have a shop at Makola, you have a shop at Belenque, they will hate you because you are a child of God. They don't want you because, listen, they, they will come after you. You have to know the God yourself, the people that do know their God. Hey, they shall be what? It's not the people that come to church. They can come to church, but they don't know God. You can be in service and not be in function. Daniel did not say the people that come to church. Coming to church is not a guarantee for victory. It is what you do based on the things you are taught in church that you apply them. That gives you victory. God is not moved by you coming to church. If you are just a lazy Christian, and probably you come religiously just to satisfy your religious conscience. Today is Sunday, worldwide, globally. Many people are going to church, but not everybody is seeking God. Yeah. Yeah. 
Some even go to church so that when they die, a pastor will bury them. Hmm? Different reasons for going to church. Tap your neighbor and say, wake up. I mean it. I say, tap somebody and say, wake up. You have been sleeping for too long. Amen. You have been sleeping for what? So, it cannot, that victory cannot be won without fasting. <laughs> it cannot. It cannot. It cannot. It cannot. Where? I have seen ministries collapse. I have seen move of God stopped by the enemy. Because the sex appetite, the greed appetite, and the food appetite, the only way to knock it is fasting. It has no respect for anything. Amen. When you fast, these are the things that you knock down. So, the, 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 there are four appetites. The first one is called spiritual appetite. Hmm? The spiritual appetite is contended with three other appetites. The first one is the food appetite. Then you come to the sex appetite. Then the greed and the covetous appetite. These things are in us. The devil tried to use them to destroy. When he went to the garden of Eden, he applied the food appetite. Now, so, these are the things that fasting brings them down. Because God will not force you to do it. Paul said that, I keep under my body and bring it under subjection. But sometimes you can't do it naturally. It's not every woman that when we put you and her in one house, you will escape. Those who say, hey, they know what I'm talking about. It's not every woman. I don't care. Let me not say it's not every woman. Every woman. You cannot be hungry and food is there, you know, steal it. What do you mean to die out of hunger? Do you know in the Bible, so for, some people out of hunger appetite show their birthright. Yes, 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 yes. This is what Esau said. I'm dying. What is my birthright to me? What to move her to do that is food appetite. So the food appetite, the hunger and the, 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 the strength of it caused her to despise birthright. So you can have a great destiny and despise it on the laps of Delilah. Because you don't have what it takes. Let me tell you something. If you don't take care, we will lose a generation because we are not preaching the right gospel. If you don't take care, we come and preach for people to be happy and then we preach for them that no problem. All the sins you are committing, grace has taken care. Hey. Let me say that again. You choose your sins. Every sin you committed, you choose it. But God chooses the consequence. So, if I decide I'm going to steal tomorrow, I chose. It's a choice. I decided. Even though all the rules are there, the Bible says, So, there is a place that we know what is right, but we refuse to do it. It's not that we don't know. So, we choose our sins. Every sin you committed yesterday, you choose it. You know it. But when after this is why God doesn't want us to sin. After we sin and we make the choice of the sin, God chooses the consequence. So David slept with Bathsheba, but God decided the punishment. Because if He doesn't punish you, it affects His justice. If God can promote righteousness, He must punish disobedience. And if He can't do that, then His justice must be questioned. Getting quiet on me. So, it's not something, when we say fast, there are a lot of things. What are, what are, what are 
the spiritual benefit of fasting. I'm going to give it to you in a second. Run, pa, 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 and then we close. But there are spiritual benefits. There are physical benefits of fasting. I told you, the first scripture, when the Messiah, when God took on human flesh and stepped in the earth, he quoted scriptures. When Jesus Christ was around, from Genesis to Malachi was already there. So there was, the Bible was there, the Old Testament. He didn't come to condemn, he came to fulfill it. So when Jesus Christ was born, huh, he was fulfilling prophecy. And watch this, Genesis to Malachi was already there. But the first scripture he quoted is that man shall not live by bread alone. That is the first scripture we heard Jesus quote out of his mouth. Recorded. That forever, fasting must be part of man's life. If you are going to be part of this kingdom. Man shall not live by what? That's me. Living by bread alone is dangerous. 365 days. Physical, major physical benefit of fasting. That you engage in the kind of a practice here. Three days, no food, only water. Seven days, no food, only water. 21 days, no food, only water. Who? When you engage in those fasting, one, all your digestive system go on rest. It has ability to cleanse kidneys. It has ability to cleanse livers. It has ability to expose all hidden sicknesses inside you. So fasting people live a healthy life. And I want to say this in authority. Healing is God's responsibility, but your health is your responsibility. Can I say that again? Because you didn't pick it. Healing is God's responsibility. You know, I say God will heal you. But to live a healthy life is your responsibility. And when you are careless, God will look at you to live. No, the this what they say, you are what you eat. And so, <laughs> let's assume even you are not healed. So, if you agree with what I said, then divine health is better than divine healing. Hmm? Because I wish above all things that I may prosper and be in what? Health. It didn't say be healed. So God's, God's requirement and expectation for you is that you'll be healthy. Now the reason why divine health is better than divine healing is that you must be sick to need healing. But if you don't fall sick at all, you are in divine health. And number two, the reason why divine health is better than sickness can be a thief stealing finances. The devil, in fact, do you know sickness does not care? Huh? Do you know spiritually sickness is not made to kill? The, Jesus didn't say sickness came to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil is the thief, but he uses the sickness to kill. Satan is the thief. He is the killer. He is the murderer. So he uses the sickness to kill. Because notice this. There are sickness that kill people, but others survive. The same thing. The same thing. Some of you are sitting here. Coronavirus, has, just that you didn't test. It has attacked you more than 10 times old. No, it's a fact. I'm telling you. There are people, the virus can't touch them. They don't have any symptoms. Some too, it came to them three days, they are gone. One doctor told me the, the dangerous time is the first seven days. I have a friend who had the virus for one month. He cannot be tested uh, uh, ne negative. He is not sick, but anytime you go positive, you go positive. Then the doctor says, forget it. Once you have passed the first seven days. So some people. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, that depends on the level of the altar. They finish the third, the altar descended on the machine. They say no. The just shall live by faith. 
No manifestations. Yeah. What killer does you forever survive that in the name of Jesus Christ? That's what it is. You must understand. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities. So it's important to be spiritual. Major physical benefit. It goes through your system. It cleanses your system. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8. New International Version or New Living Translation. The Bible put it there clear. The whole book of Isaiah talks about wrong and right fasting. But when you come to chapter number, it means that even the fasting has power to aid healing. That means that when you are sick, incurable diseases, fasting can eliminate them. Your light will break forth as the dawn. Your healing will quickly appear. And it's talking about fasting. So some of you that are fasting, don't want you that are sick, there is no need to cry. I have given you the solution to the healing. I'm not the one saying it. This is in the Bible. You are reading your healing. Do you believe the word of God? The scriptures cannot be broken. Your healing will what? Quickly appear. Whatever they were, the appearance means that the healing is in the spirit. The sickness is in the body. But in the appearance of the healing, the sickness just disappear. And how will they appear? Quickly. So I have taken all the ampicillin, antibiotics, I we are weak all day. I have swallowed all of them. And nothing is working. God has given you the quick way to get your healing. I've used it all my life. If I'm there, I can been telling you I cannot be sick. It doesn't mean the sort of the devil doesn't attack me. There are times I'm there, you see feverishness, and sort of your body is waiting. I just don't eat. If I feel my body is doing something, immediately I stay out of food. Because God gave me a revelation that every sickness in your body came by food. There are two ways to get sickness, through sexual organs and food. All there are t- <laughs> Jesus, I wish I- all these places are gate. The mouth is a gate to, for food to enter. The other one, when you grow, I'll tell you. Whichever one, sickness travel through there. Why did Paul say we should free fornication? Because listen, even medical science, medical science, with all their exploit, they find it difficult to produce a permanent killing for, med- for sickness that come through sex. This sex thing, eh? God is the one that instituted it. It's not me. You don't want me to talk about it because you are more holier than me. God bless you. But God instituted it. But he gave the context in which you must have it. Can you imagine God didn't put laws around it and say that anytime your appetite can grab anybody? No, that is what this generation is trying to say. So there is contest. The, the, the fact that you didn't grab somebody's wife and you did it as no me, you are you are not you are still out of the contest. Because if God didn't put laws around it, then when I'm in church and I chat, I can look at anybody, follow me. That's what it is. So there's contest. So sex is dangerous outside the marriage covenant. It's a killer. It's a trusted weapon in the hands of the devil. And we cannot, we cannot just bring you here, entertain you and talk about, you marry, stay with your wife. You are not married, stay a virgin. And stay till you are in the contest. Most of the battles we are fighting, the souls come from there. Because sex is the only thing that ties people's souls together. So you are married. And, 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 oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Makodaba. You are you are very spiritual. Let me use you. Huh? Come here. Huh? As well, come. Let me use spiritual people. I don't want trouble. Huh? So uh-huh. come here. This is this is his husband. Come, come, come. Three of you come. Two. Come. Huh? Yes. Oh, join them. So when B was in secondary school, this was his boyfriend. Hey. Form five. University. He solved this one and got this one. Then uh, this is level 100, level 3. And then when he was in where? Final year. Final year. Then yes. Pastor in final year, he remembers. <laughs> now he has gone to marry this person. This is why we have to be prayerful. His soul is tied to this, 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 this. It's in a spiritual. You become born again, fine. But this is why even in Israel, if you don't marry as a virgin, they kill you. If a man marries you and don't find virginity, the sentence is death. It's in the Bible. So he is married. Huh? One day they get angry. Then they start fighting. You don't know the fight. All these guys are interfering. This is why I say be prayerful and fast until the thing gets out. All these guys are interfering. When he when he was heated. And he and this guy was under the tree at uh, Katanga Hall. And the t- do you remember some of the things you said when you were not born again? If I don't marry you, I will die. I love you so much. You are like my soulmate. That's why he did. You see that some, so say, there's some women here, they are not talking. They're just sitting there. And when we say come and fast, then you are sitting there as if you are doing me a favor. some of you when you start fighting with your husband your ex calls you all these are interference Satan can come and say call him call him no demons are there all this so the moment you start the fight call him call him call apostle Paul said when you see for the case he didn't say run do you know free too it means in immediately you have to that kind of flee eh? <laughs> if it's not about to jump that's what Paul said. So we have interfered. This we are dealing with authors. Sometimes in our babyhood, Africa, our backgrounds are not Christianity. We don't have Christian, but we can't even tell what our parents did. Maybe your mother, today people are trusting God for children. They are in church. They are trusting God. They believe God. God gave them the children. But our father didn't have church. So when they did delay, they consult things. So there is a circumstance surrounding your birth. The Bible calls people legal captives. And so if you don't fight your way out, you are on your way to heaven, but on earth you will suffer. One guy asked me a question, Papa, will I ever have peace? I couldn't answer. I will I ever have peace? I said, you need to understand the spiritual technology for peace. It doesn't just come. It's not your fault. Things are, things are interrupting. So this one is coming. One day this one is coming. And then all oh, this one. So we, we have a certain background. Statistics show that people that marry in virginity, they are very stable marriages. I read it. Especially when both of them are virgins. They are very stable marriages because you see, by the time she married this one. He has an experience with this, experience with this, experience with this, experience with this. This guy is a marathon man. 
Oh, go and say that. I won't talk again. Go. Have, have service. No. The other one is a trotter. The other one is a, a, a Hussein boat. And all this guy. And you people are sitting there as if I, what I'm talking, as if you don't know what I'm talking about. You want me to come to you? I'm coming. And then after that, he came to marry also for, also for a friend say, uh, he came to marry this man who is crawling. No, no, we don't say it, though, but psychologically, when there is an artery, then actually, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then, then, it is that may the Lord deliver us. I say, may the Lord rescue us. May you receive grace to fast until these things get out of your spirit. Until God flies them out. Until the Holy Ghost flies them. The spirit of the Lord will not just descend on you. There is a price you pay for him to come. Give not that which is precious to swine. Bless you, Papa. Bless you, bless you, bless you. When you are preaching it, you don't want to. So there will be interference. Marriages don't break for nothing. No, that is not it. You know the scripture, you are quoting it, but the thing is turning apart. And you are not praying. You are not fasting. You have taken it. You lose love for your spouse. Suddenly, I'm telling you, I've got women came to me and said, I, I just don't love him. I just don't love him. I have lost, I just don't love him. I have lost any affection for him. You, you, they tell me. And I ask them, when you started, was it there? He said, yes, I used to love him, but now I don't. What has stolen the love? The devil is a thief. He just wants to put a stigma on your life. What is the guarantee that the next one you marry, you love her to the end? Three days ago, I was thanking mommy. And God is my I said, thank you very much for all the things you do. Because if we don't know God, no, listen, I say, if you don't know God, maybe this marriage is not working. I told her, I said, thank you very much. There are things. You got offended, you just say things. And if the other side to get offended, you say, I'm hurt. Then we are gone. That is why I came back to the fact that when we see a marriage that is 20 years, it's not 20 years of roses and romance. 20 years of fighting. 20 years of confusion. 20 years of misunderstanding. 20 years of all kinds of poverty. 20 years of thought of, I made a mistake. But you go through it and then you come to the place after you are fight, God open your eyes and say, no, all the things you were going through, Satan was behind it. That's what it says. I thought, I said, thank you now. After I've matured and I've gone through things, I can understand. But don't say there's a friction. I used to tell her, I said, listen, if you want to marry, go. Just go and marry somebody. Yes, I tell her, I said, marry. There's a man here, he loves you, go. You are a nice guy. You get somebody to marry, you go. Any days of the marriage, I talk things like this. I didn't know that it was all that because I come from a polygamist home. My grandfather has 58 children. So there are things fighting my marriage. But if you don't rise above it, God has open your eyes. You will know. Some of you forgotten that. Your mother's siblings, you are six girls from four fathers. Your mother married first one, that is you. He broke up. Whether you broke or the man left. Second one. And then your two siblings and you. So there is something going to fight. And the, the, when Abraham said, my wife is my sister, Isaac was not born. 
Isaac came back and repeated the same thing. What I'm trying to tell you is that your victory will not come on a silver platter. It will not come on eating chibum. It doesn't come. No. <laughs> Even when God gives you a promise, Deuteronomy chapter 24 verse 2, God gives you a promise. And God said, this is for you. 224. It's 224 rather. Okay, 224. Huh? Watch it. Rise ye up. Take your journey to America. Take your journey to London. This is where they went to a country they didn't understand. They just said that when they go, they open their eyes. So some of them have been there for 20 years, not even documentation to work. Because the authors has not made the country accept you. Whatever the source of your fish are tread, you shall, shall step, you shall, you shall what? Huh? Possess. How do you possess? God said that. Rise and take your journey. And pass over the river and behold, I have given unto you. Look at your neighbor and say, God has given unto you. So, if God gave it to me, then let me go and take it. God gave it to me. Ah, if I gave you this diary, what do you do? Stretch your hand and take it. But it doesn't work that way. Even God knows it doesn't work that way. I have given you the land. Behold, I have given unto you the land. See on the Amorite and his king, Hezbon. Huh? And his land. I give you the people, all the booties in the land, the cow, the cattle, and the lamb. Begin to possess it. Contend with them in battle. All those who are clapping, God is fighting for you. <laughs> I have given you seven shop in Mokola. You had a nice dream. How many of you have a nice dream yesterday? Keep talking about it. And my dream was very nice. I do it. That's what you say uh, to Jesus comes. There are dreams that are falling into the sea. It doesn't just work that way. Sure. They gave them Canaan land, but they have to fight to take it. On your way to Canaan land, you meet Jericho. You need spiritual strategy. So to get a, a stabilized marriage, you have to. I'm telling you. I said, three I say, I was there, the Lord opened my eyes. And I look at the kind of things I do. And I look at the kind of woman God gives to me. And I look at, at this time, assuming by nature of my temperament, if I marry a woman that when I say one, he says six, a spirit of murder will just come upon me. I am as sincere and practical as you can look at me. I can't fake it at all. No. Yeah? I am not. Yeah? Can I tell you guys? My greatest weakness in life is that I cannot pretend. Today, I have told you one of my weakness and the greatest one. I cannot. The way you can pretend, I can. I can't pretend. When I see and I'm coming, all of you see that I've seen. The way I walk. You say that. What is happening to that? I say, I'm going you. I'll say. I can't, I can't pretend. No, 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 I can't. So that, that confusion, misunderstanding, you don't talk for one month, you don't talk for one year. This one is facing the wall, this one is facing the palm tree. Everybody's telling that it's not natural. Girl, the way you work, they don't promote you in the office, it's not natural. Everybody promotion comes in your own. They fear your elevation. 
They fear the way they have not promoted you, the way you look, the way you dress, your glory. They say, When we promote them, what will happen? And if you don't fight your way out, there is something they fear. The children of God and the children of the devil. Not everybody hanging around who has the spirit of God. Confusion, misunderstanding. And I'm saying that. Engage in the warfare. Where you fast. Every fasting prayer in the Bible, I keep telling God answered it. You all will not be an exemption. Every fasting prayer in the Bible, God. Every fasting prayer in the Bible, God answered. Even wicked adulterers in Nineveh, God responded to them. I heard the Bible saying the Lord repented. Wow. God is about to kill Israel for their stiff nakedness, stubborn heart. And Moses at the tabernacle, 40 days and 40 nights, and the Lord repented. God only repent at fasting. No sacrifice. Nothing can move. Wherever you hear the word, God has repented. Somebody was fasting. People get elevated a little bit in the Pentecostal charismatic church. Business start booming. Everything is going now. They cross their leg. They stop coming to church. They stop fasting. They stop praying. And then they open the door for the enemy. Then when the enemy has come, they started running to prophets who don't even carry anointing. They started running to all kinds of things. One of, one of, one of, one of the ladies who is my friend, he is in a very powerful position. Something happened. Mommy was aware. And then she was going through something. And you couldn't get me. And, and so a friend said, well, I know a prophet. Let me, let me, because I don't know where I, I, don't, I travel or something. And you couldn't get access to me. He just felt like he needed somebody to pray with her. So a friend told her, oh, I know another prophet. It's very powerful. So he called the prophet. The prophet said, okay, fine. When he heard the story, there was some political turbulence and something. And he felt like the prophet said, okay, no problem. I want you to buy uh, uh, was it a you should buy I'm trying to let me get them right first I think you should buy a fowl he has a church and he said you should find a gold other ring or something so it must be gold and then put money on it and then he showed him a particular herb uh, leaf that he must bring she will do something for her to go and bath everything will be fine I was shocked do you know the Aquantra So people are falling in their hands. I'm telling tell you, some of the people that come here for deliverance and things that we are casting demons, they didn't go to a shrine. Most of the things you call church is more than shrine. The things under those altars, only God knows. It's more than shrine. You know them by their fruit. This generation don't care. I just want the results. Whatever is coming from, but if the devil gives you a resource, you can expect what is going to come after that. I can tell you for that. We don't want to hear sound doctrine. I'm too glad that you are in a church. When it comes to the move of the spirit, we'll prophesy, but we'll teach you also the word of God so that you can walk in authority of God's word. Let the foundation of your marriage be pure. Let the foundation of your matrimonial home be pure. I am sensing something. At this stage of my life, my spirit becomes very sensitive. And let me tell you something. God said, I should tell you that the reason for the destruction of your finances is because of that adultery. There is a man there 
that the Lord is telling me to tell you. That stop that secret relationship with the girl. And I will open the heavens. I won't call you. Don't be afraid. I won't call you. I am just telling you. He who has ears, let him hear. God said, if you stop and I don't bless you, then I'm not God. I have marked you to be a kingdom investor. You get into trap with that woman. But you have power to break the trap. Declare as an enemy and cut her off from your life. And stay with your wife. Marriage is honorable unto God. A bed undefiled. The Lord said, I'm going to bless you. I will favor you. No. If you stop sleeping with that guy who say you want to marry you, you will get married. You have lost value. All these things are altars that are pushing us to do things against us. Can I tell you this, your father? Your father can I tell you this? If I am not prayerful, I would have made grave danger mistakes in life. Your grace, your calling, the impact of what your calling is going to do will determine the battle Satan package for you. So if you tell me everything is coming against me, it shows where God is taking you. I have faced stuff. I know how to see crowds gather and start all over again from God. I know how you can come to church one day, your auditorium is closed. And you have to move people and serve in the, in the street. I taught Jesus. I taught I was building a ministry. God said wrong. And that is why you are almost losing your mind. You were not building a ministry or a church. I was using a ministry to build you. So the things we go through, he builds us for where we are going. So your trial, your, your, your attack, all this thing, you think you are building, but God is building you. Because there is a realm you get to, you cannot make mistakes. You disgrace heaven, you, God said to David, you have given occasion for the enemies of God to blaspheme because you are a man after my heart. Entities of both darkness and light knows your stand with me for sleeping with Bathsheba at that height. You have given occasion for the enemies of God to blaspheme. So there is a realm you come to, you can make a mistake. This is not time for adultery. This is not time for fornication. Because where you are going, Joseph, Mrs. Potiphar, cannot stop your destiny. You can't. I've given you a dream. You already have the picture of your future. So, if you have the picture of your future, then you can't mix it. Don't have five minutes pleasure and pay it for 50 years. This is what I'm encouraging you. A life of fasting. A life of prayer. Seeking the face of God. 
constantly getting connected to God, crying to him, telling him to help your weakness. Don't neglect. Everybody has a weakness. And when I can say weakness, don't come and tell me, hey, daddy, how oh, the fornication is my weakness. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. The Bible didn't talk about one of the fruits of the spirit is called self-control. It's not God control. Self. So there must be a capacity inside you to say no to this thing. You must be able to flee. Yes. You must be able to run away. You must be able to resist. They can call you anti-so. Let them be so. Because anytime you are ready to please man, you must be ready to offend God. And if you really want to please God, get ready to offend man. I would rather get you offended than offending my God. I won't do it. It will not be part of my equation. Hallelujah. I have shouted on people who manifest themselves in a certain way to me, including aircraft. One day I was sitting in a plane. A lady came first. When I sat down, because of the class I was sitting, wow, I like your, I like your dress. You look so handsome. I didn't mind. Because he went back, he came back again. I have been said to serve you. What do you like to drink? I'm I'm fine. I wanted to drink, but because of what he said that first, I'm fine. I won't drink anything. Are you okay? I said, Do I look like somebody who is not okay? Then you see something was rising inside me. He went again, came some more. He said, excuse me. So I said, hey! Her fingernails. It's going to scratch something in my ear. I was at her too. I said, is everything okay here? I said, everything is not okay. This girl is not okay. <laughs> and I told the head of the crew, I said, I don't want to see this girl around me again. One of the crew members came in. He said, oh, prophet, I know you. So are you the one who shouted? I said, yes, I'm the one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, if it is you, you don't mind. Okay, I don't want to offend the person. The way he started, all these things are spirits. It's going to crash something in your ear. I thought the Hannah Jabati said. Can you imagine a lady come to my office for counseling with a man to come and sleep with a man of God? And wearing a skirt that the trousers, the material was not enough. You wanted three years. When you went to two, then you bought it. Then you saw it. It's not your fault. The material was not enough. You like it. Then you bring it to me. <laughs> Many years ago, I told you at Ghana House, they brought me a secretary. The first dress that I saw, I left the office for her. One year, she should take it. When he resigned, I resumed. <laughs> now, hear this. Your carelessness because you don't have spiritual boundaries. There are men anointed than you, they fail. It's not that they have a motive to come and sleep with you or anything. But the kind of thing they are showcasing, it puts your flesh under battle. You are not a, a tree. There is a way your secretary dress, you must warn her. You offend her, but you please God. Excuse me, lady, I love you so much. I appreciate your working here, but I don't like this kind of dresses. 
Can you dress a little decent? Because the ear, the eye gate, transfer things to the mind. And when the man stores it, you can be in trouble. I have seen glorious God ordained marriages started coming down. They will not tell you the truth. They will come and say, Bind devil, bind devil. But the man must be bound. Or the woman must be bound. There was a time when we were growing up. Even my grandmother was, uh, was about the sixth wife. It was uncommon to hear women commit adultery. Today, I don't love him. I don't have satisfaction. I'm a mama. And then they start. Grace to rescue us from satanic crutches. Receive it in double portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor and say, Fasting. Take this week very serious. Go on three days dry, five days dry. Monday to Friday, stay alone on water. You will not die. You will not die. This has people fast for 45 days, 50 days dry. I'm not telling you to do something I don't do. Pastors preach, preach. There are a lot of pastors who preach, who write books even about prayer. They don't pray. One pastor told me something, Prof. This thing that you are talking. Jesus did the 40 days fasting because he was God. I said, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. Will God ask us to do something when he knows that thing is going to destroy us? If the 40 days fasting will destroy us, God will never document it. I told you the most scientific statement about Jesus Christ, he was hungry. Apart from that, nothing about Jesus is scientific. The only scientific statement about Christ is that he was hungry. If it is scientific and Jesus was hungry, then he didn't fast as a God because God never gets hungry. Get my book on fasting and read it. The power of fasting knocked down the Leviathan murder spirit of Haman. Three days fasting of a queen mother, of a first lady, reverse a death sentence. The decree was not able to be canceled. Haman's decree was backed by finances and a ring. It was sealed. So he couldn't be canceled. No. The king said, no. This thing, it has gone through parliament. It is approved. There is nothing I can do about it. But the wisdom of God said, I am going to make another decree. And the what? <laughs> Esther chapter 9 from verse 1. Give me the New Living Translation. The decree was not canceled. What luck it was fasting. Now, Haman bought it from the demonic kingdom. Esther bought it from the light kingdom. Both of them engaged in a battle. And darkness can never overcome light. Higher. On March 7th, the two decrees of the king were put into effect. Esther's decree, Haman's decree. Both of them were in effect. The king couldn't cancel the first one. But he gave Esther another decree. The first decree, if that was there, then when they are coming to kill the Jews, they can't defend themselves. But the second decree gave the gifts a right to defend themselves and also care. 
two decrees were put in the face. On that day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, but quite the opposite happened. If you fast, whatever the devil has orchestrated against your life, quite the opposite will happen. The spiritual laziness is too much. It is time for warfare. So whilst you are sitting here and you are, you are expecting your multiplication, it's possible another decree is established. And you will not multiply. The only way to multiply is to make sure you engage in a fast. Okay? Let me tell you something. Go back and study the book of Esther. This thing was very sharp. The demonic orchestration, where at the time Haman paid money and also tried to go to the king for approval for the death sentence of the Jews. The king stopped calling his wife Esther. He cut off the love romance between Ahasuerus and Esther. When Mordecai came to report, he said, I have not been called to the king for 30 days. Go back to your Bible and read it. So, 30 days the king has not called me. There is also a law at that time. Those, it doesn't matter how the king loves you. If he has not called you, don't come to his court. If you come when he has not called you, the sentence is death. This woman said, I know what to do. Let me tell you something. If Esther was not a practitioner of fasting, you would never have engaged it in time of attack. This is what I'm training you this way. So that when the devil knocks at your door, you know what to do. From tomorrow, I'm going to start talking about solutions to permanently destroy. That is the only thing I promise I'm going to preach. All the solutions to permanently destroy authors and not permit them to come around you, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. I promise you, if you follow the things I'm preaching, you will leave inheritance for your great-grandchildren. You'll be so blessed that by the time you are dying in a good old age, you have enough for your grandchildren to enjoy. But it doesn't just happen. Where I'm standing, I have never regretted engaging in this life of prayer and fasting. I have no regret. My enemies are wasting their time. I don't even give them attention. I have never wake up to see who is a witch in my house. Where I'm standing, you can't even come there. I am seated in heavenly places. The exclamation is far above. Now, if you were a witch and you greet me and you leave, God has not sent me. I can't go to my family for any witch to greet me. No. 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 One child went to abroad. Second child went to abroad. You think they are happy? This child is intelligent. They are walking. They are, they are, they are, they are, they are cheek. Toko, toko, toko. You think they are happy? It's, it's not look at me. Your own sister and cousins. Your husband's mother. Your wife's mother. What a blessing for children to grow in a home with a grandmother that speaks in tongues. What a blessing. If they don't, what happens? That one of the most serious things about the kingdom is that that is why we can't win souls. Okay? People become born again and they are shy of their past. It's the most dangerous thing. Apostle Paul said that Jesus Christ came to save sinners that I'm not one. If you wish to be a drunkard, you are called to save drunkards. Because you alone can fail for them. If you used to be a prostitute, you will have the feeling when you see somebody standing by the roadside. But because we are hiding it, there is nothing like preaching. The best preaching is sharing your testimony. (laughs) 
you will, you will attract everybody's attention. The best preaching is that again. What you are doing, I've done it before. I know what it takes to follow men. I know, please. I have tested that one. I've come to this. I come. That's why you can't win souls. When you meet them, you think you have to know the scripture. Tell somebody what Jesus has done for you. Jesus healed a man who, who was a gatherer with demons inside him. The man wanted to, Jesus said, no, go and tell the place. Go to the cities and the towns around you and tell them what God has done for you. And the Bible said the man preaching Decapolis, the word Deca means ten in the Roman, in the, in the Roman. So ten cities, the man's ten revival. By simple message, I used to be demonic. I was not, I was driven from human to the place of the dead. I was living in a cemetery. I met a man called Jesus. The man saved my life. He can save your life. Have you gone through divorce before? You can speak to those who have been divorced. Everything you go through is a contact for advancement of the kingdom. Have you gone through some crisis? It's a contact to tell somebody. No. The benefits you get when you fast to knock down all tests of your background. Lift up your two hands. One simple prayer. I don't want to mix your purpose for my life. Lord, there is a reason you created me. There is a reason you saved me. There is a reason I became born again. You didn't save me just for nothing. There is an assignment for me. An assignment. I want you to open my eyes. I want you to open my spirit and help me locate what you have called me to do. And let me do it the best way that it can please you. I don't want to stand before you and make a mistake. That I will tell Jesus I couldn't do what you called me to do. Every calling of God is a high calling. Even if you are sweeping the church. Lift your voice and pray that prayer. Release grace over my life. And if you're able to do that, it can open avenues for other blessings in your life. Lord Jesus, help me. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.